turn on that radio and back here. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight. So we can all be quiet and peaceable and listen to the music. It's time to turn off that. And it's time to turn up the volume and listen to Auto Dealer Live. Repeat after me. Auto Dealer Live. Dave Villa, and it's May 1st, 2014. I'm here with Dave Cribbs. What's up, Cribby? How you doing, Mr. Villa? I'm doing wonderful, man. It's May 1st. It is, it's nearly halfway into 2014, man. No, Can you believe that? It's flying by. It is absolutely flying. Flying by. Let me tell you something. I don't know what you deal with. Listen, if you're licking your wounds today, if you're a dealer out there and you're licking your wounds today, you know, I, I feel for you. We've had those months, but I'm telling you what, we are fresh off of a lot of our clients and us here personally. A kicking month, man. What an incredible April. We just lit it up. And I want to talk a little bit about, we always talk about finishing strong, but before we bring our guests on, we have a phenomenal show today. This show is outstanding. I want to talk about getting off to a strong start, Cribs. It's so important, man, to get off to a fast start. It's crucial. I mean, it sets the tone for the entire month. You know, if you can get off to a fast start, it absolutely motivates you to, to just work hard throughout the whole month. And, you know, in May, Last month we had 30 days. In May we have 31. So it's a full month. Full, month. full on. You know, here's the thing. You know, if, if you want to do something different in the month of May, don't wait until you have to do it. Don't wait until your back's against the wall. Dealers, listen. If you're listening, don't wait until your back's against the wall before you start swinging and you start coming out fighting. Because you have got – if you want to do something different and you want it the 31st of May – you want your month to look different, then it needs to look different May 1, today, right now. You need to do something different to ensure that your May is not going to turn out the way you don't want it to. Yeah. And you know what? Another thing is that you know, we, at the end of the month when everything is just on and you're rocking and rolling and you're, you're making that last drive and you get through, a lot of times at that point we're kind of done for a few days. We kind of yeah. like, you know, okay, we, we got that, those Man, deals shoot. in the bag. We worked hard. Huh. It's over. Let's take a break. Yeah. Hey, let's don't take a break. Absolutely. Absolutely. We just have this way. We have this tendency as humans and I, I've done it. I do it. You know, I struggle with it. You know, we just kind of wipe our brow. Wow, man. You know what? That was, that was intense. And we give ourselves this break. Listen, I'm talking about if you want to be a winner and I, and, and I think that if you're, if you're taking time out, our listeners, people who listen to our show want to be winners because if you're taking time out of your day on a Thursday, right in the middle of the afternoon, you know, it's not the beginning, it's not the end, then you're, you're wanting to be a winner. And if you want to be a winner, then what you, in my opinion, what you need to do is you can't, you, listen, the winning team, you can't afford to take too long celebrating how good of a month you had. But at the same time, you can't take too long laying around and complaining or, 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 you know, or being frustrated about maybe the lack of a good month that you had. So let me, let me give you an example. The winning teams, the Super Bowl champions, you know, the, the Stanley Cup champions, the World Series, the pennant winning team, those teams and those coaches and those players, the dynasties, I'm talking about the real winners. They don't go into the locker room, you know, and, 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 and they party. They celebrate, rightly so. If you had a great month, then you, you know what? You deserve 
a pat on the back. Give yourself some celebration, man. Tell yourself you did a good job. Celebrate. You know, have, enjoy it. But what the coaches say and those players say, if you listen to them, they say, hey, man, we had a great season. Mm-hmm. Something wonderful took place. Celebrate tonight, but tomorrow we got to get busy because it's going to be that much more difficult to do it again. And the same goes if you lose. Man, if you, if, if you get to the Super Bowl, if you get all the way to the end, and you know what, you just didn't do what you wanted to do, you're frustrated, you could be so blacked out that that could be the beginning of yourself getting into a rut if you're not careful. So today, May 1st, the guests that we have on today, I'm telling you right now, these guys and gals are going to talk about winning. Regardless of what they talk about specifically, their agenda is on how to kick your month in the rear. And I want to tell you right now, you can do it. It's May 1. You got a new slate today. Mm-hmm. Is that good? Absolutely. I, I'm gonna get off my soapbox yeah. here, man. I'm just <laughs> fired up, man. I'm, I'm pumped up. Somebody replay this back to me, you know, when when we have a bad month, you know, and and, and yeah. I need to hear. It. We'll use it for our next sales meeting. That's right. <laughs> Play it back. It's it's May first. We're in Tampa, and uh, we've got an outstanding show today. If you're on Twitter, uh, tweet us. We're at Auto Dealer Live. Use the hashtag Auto Dealer Live. Come on, let's blow Twitter up. Um, we uh, we'd love to take your questions. If you're on Twitter, we have uh, several people standing by to take your questions. We want to hear them. If you want to call in, we're going to take live calls today. Um, I want to apologize in, in, about some of the calls that we're unable to get to. We are trying our best in this short hour. We want to get people on air, 813-574-1820, 813-574-1820. And uh, also, if you're listening to us on uh, Blog Talk, uh, we, have, we had over 259,000. I said it right, 259,000, over a quarter of a million listeners on Blog Talk uh, over the course of this last year and show. That's pretty stout. What's up? And, and uh, I, I, I want to thank our production team for doing a great job. If you're on Blog Talk and you're listening to us right now, then you can chat with us. We have someone standing by to chat with you. Chat your questions in. If you're on Ustream watching us, chat with us. We have people that are going to take your questions. They'll get them to me and Dave, and we're going to have an outstanding show today. Mr. Cribs? Who's on the show today, baby? We got, we got Ann Fleming on the show from uh, WomenDrivers.com. We've got uh, Jen and Meredith from Equifax. Equifax. Yeah, Jen and Meredith. Yeah. Jen, Jen Reed and Meredith yep. Rafanti mm-hmm. from Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. And I'm, they work with Equifax. The cool thing is I'm gonna, I know today going into the, today's show, mm-hmm. I knew ahead of time I'm going to be learning some new things today mm-hmm. from the guests we have today. And Absolutely. That's exciting. We also have Joe Clementi. Uh, Joe is uh, Joe is uh, founder and president of Frontline Training Team, and uh, Joe is an, an outstanding person. You're going to love uh, his content. Um, I want to quickly say before we bring on our first guest, we have Ann uh, Fleming. She is on Park right now. We're going to be bringing her on in a matter of seconds. But I want to talk about next week. You don't want to miss Sean V. Bradley and V. Allen Ram on Auto Dealer Live next week. We set aside 40 minutes plus for these two to go head-to-head. These are two BDC experts. They're both outstanding, both credible, both successful, and both nailing it. I mean, Alan, last year and the year before, was the number one dealer attended. I don't mean vendor attended. Dealer attended NADA workshop host in NADA for the last two years. Sean just came off of an outstanding. I think he's done several of these. He has a couple more. One Again, one this year, Internet Sales 20 Group Conference. Uh, Sean's an outstanding communicator. These guys are outstanding in what they do. They're phenomenal. They're going to go head-to-head debating on BDC. You do not want to miss it. Twitter has been blowing up. And I want to keep it going because I want you to listen, not because these two are going to go at it and just start fighting. These two are 
are, are professionals in their game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what, Dave? I tweeted out earlier this week. I tweeted out uh, a special thank you to both of those guys because this is the thing. These guys are both winners. They are both hugely successful mm-hmm. uh, professionals. And, uh, you know, who winds up winning here is our audience. And I just want to publicly thank both of them for stepping up to the plate and, and letting us enjoy what's going to happen next week. Absolutely. You don't want to miss it. It's next Thursday, one week from today on Auto Dealer Live. We're going to be bringing on right now, we have a special guest. I'm really excited about uh, talking to Ann. I, I talked to her on the phone uh, for uh, a few times, and um, her and I had some time together here last week, and she shared with me just her vision for uh, WomenDrivers.com. This is Ann Fleming, President and CEO of WomenDrivers.com. Ann, I want to thank you from, uh, for being with us. I know you're, you're all the way in the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area. How are you today? David, I'm great. It's a pleasure to be with you and your listeners. How are you? We are wonderful. We are wonderful. We are so excited to talk to you about what I feel and our, our staff feels, and I know you feel, is such an important and, and really a mandated issue in 2014 in the automotive industry. And it's catching on like wildfire, and it needs to. We, you know what, we're, we're all about really contributing and making a difference and, and being a platform to bring together this powerful, powerful group of sellers and buyers. Mm-hmm. And that's really what Women Drivers, you know, it's all about. We're, we're the premier car dealer review site really focused on connecting women and families with, you know, with certified dealers. And with our platform, gentlemen, you know, our certified dealers are who advertise their distinguished status, their distinguished certified status. They are selling three, four, five more cars a week. Wow. And they're selling to a larger radius of women. Women are traveling farther. You know, you know this. We're not just we're not just going to our neighborhood dealer anymore. We're traveling farther. And women are doing that because of the dealer's public reputation. Absolutely. And women are walking into that dealership in a more they're, they're more trusting. They're walking in more confident. And, um, you know, it really starts. I, I probably should back up a little bit. But, you know, it really all starts that, you know, we, we all have so much data available to us today mm-hmm. in, in, in the digital era. And it, it starts with, you know, women. We, 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 we research, you know, the car buying process. You know, we want to get it right, first of all. And so what's really great today is we have a lot of um, available uh, information online, right? And uh, according to a recent uh, social log poll, they, they tell us that, you know, something that we've known all along, that women are almost 50% more likely to rely on reviews, on car dealer reviews than men, number one. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, women are more generous in leaving car dealer reviews and so our platform, dealerships, again, love us because through the certification, they're selling more cars to, to women. So we're, we're really a platform for assisting dealers to market to women before they're even walking into the store. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to – that's – it's great what you're doing. And, and it's and – it's, I want to kind of just, just kind of you know, probe into this a little, a little further – because, I mean, I've been in this business for close to 20 years, and, and Dave Cribbs next to me has been in it for 25, and um, we've, we've, we've seen a lot. And, and I think you and I talked about this, Ann, that, you know, we're in an industry that's kind of a – has been and, and, and still is to some degree a good old boy club in some ways. And, you know, but the, the deal is this. We're selling cars, and the manufacturer is, is targeting 
families. And here, here's the thing. You know, if, uh, buying a car is the second most second biggest decision that a family is going to make next to purchasing a home. And it's not something that, you know, with, with all the competition that's out there and, and really all the advertisement inundating and all the nice-looking vehicles that are there, you know, quality vehicles, it's, it's something that, honestly, there's a lot of choices. So, you know, if a family is targeted by the manufacturers in a dealership, you know, car business is such a crazy industry because you have the manufacturer speaking for all you know, all four dealers, so to speak, and you have a or GM speaking for all Chevy, Cadillac, you know, what have you. And, you know, have Chrysler speaking for Chrysler and Nissan and Toyota and such. But you have these individual franchise locations that are responsible for how well or how not so well their dealerships are run. And so if you have seven Ford dealerships within, within the Tampa Bay area, I can drive to in 20 minutes. Which one is my wife or which one are my daughters going to go to? Which one – it, it, which one, you know, Dave, which one is your family going to go to? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Because it, so what you're doing is so important because and dealers need to pay attention to it. I want to ask you something, though, to kind of get you talking a little more about it. You know, what do you, what's the, I mean, womendrivers.com. I know your background, you were sharing with me, very interesting how you got into this. Because I think that me personally, every mission has to be personal. This is personal to you. How, how did you get into this? And tell, tell our listeners a little bit of your background. Well, my background, I'm a, I'm a product manager. I grew up in American Eagle. I grew up in the clothing and, and the garment industry. Um, so I, I actually kind of fell into this a, a, just, you know, a few years ago. Um, I, I went to buy a used BMW, and um, I think I shared with David, I know a little bit, uh, about some different industries enough to make me dangerous. And so I bought a used car and I wanted to fill out a CSI uh, form. I had such a fabulous, fabulous, impeccably fabulous experience buying this car. Mm-hmm. And uh, in any event, I couldn't, you know, I guess, of course I know now, you can only fill out a CSI form if you're buying a new vehicle. Okay. And um, uh, anyway, I was missed by that. That was one thing that happened. But the second thing that happened was actually I hired a negotiator to go with me in buying the in buying the car. I just wanted the whole thing handled. I wanted to, I wanted it taken care of in 15 minutes. And um, when I went in to work the next, uh, you know, when I went in to work the next day, I told my boss that I hired a negotiator, and he said to me, "You manage a 35 million dollar." Uh, business for our company. Why did you give your power away? So I had two things that happened in the matter of 24 hours. Number one, I couldn't fill out a CSI form. Mm. And number two, my boss asked me why I give my power away when I hired a negotiator to purchase a vehicle. And so anyway, both of those things got me thinking. And um, I wanted to be able to fill out a, a something about my experience because I had such a great experience buying this vehicle and didn't really have a platform. And the dealership wasn't didn't know about Dealer Raider. And and I didn't know about Dealer Raider. Uh, so I, I didn't have a platform which to share. And, you know, Yelp wasn't in the in the vehicles at the time. This was about, you know, four or five years ago. Right. So I created my I created my own space. And I I also I also then because I'm a little bit curious and perhaps a little dogmatic, um, I went on to um, hire a market research company. Again, I was in a completely different industry, but I went on to, I, I was that really curious when my boss asked me why I gave my power away. I got really curious and wondered how many other women 
just kind of default either maybe they can't afford a negotiator, but they kind of default and have their husband just automatically buy the car mm-hmm. or they have their boyfriend come in or they have their dad go in or, you know, just like I did. I defaulted. I just mm-hmm. kind of checked out. And so I hired a market research company and, you know, just kind of paid for it on my own. And we sent out a um, uh, through SurveyMonkey, we sent out about 800 surveys to women of various HHIs and, and uh, demographics. I think we gave each of them a $5 gift card or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we got back about 90, 90% responses, wow. uh, 90% That's... response rate. And overwhelmingly, we heard, again, this is about four or five years ago, that really before Facebook, really before Twitter, really before you know social, mm-hmm. the, the tipping point in, in, in social media, right. um, and, and before review sites really had taken off, um, that women did, weren't, weren't empowered, that they really felt compelled to go with someone else mm-hmm. uh, when it went into the to, 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 to purchase a car, to, to have their, you know, to, 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 to shop for a vehicle. And so because of the, the feedback that I got, um, and I, I thought it'd be really great to, be, you know, to, to bring these two buying and selling groups together. So I created WomenDrivers.com, and really our mission, the mission that I saw, now we, 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 we you know, we, we have some um, investors, and, you know, we're really growing, and so it's not just me anymore. And so we've got some, you know, thrust behind the company is to really shift the the traditional. There isn't traditional anymore. We have dealers who are totally aligned and, and get it. But to really shift to the, the, the old model of women's car buying experience and, and to create a whole new marketplace and a whole new paradigm where when a, when a woman walks into, or really anyone, but of course we're focusing on women, when she walks in with family, with her family to a dealership, you know, she, she feels automatically comfortable like she's walking into her you know her favorite target or mm-hmm. her or, 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 or Nordstrom's or Macy's or wherever she shops right but she walks in knowing that that, that she's comfortable she walks right. in trusting that whomever is going to be greeting her is going to be you know treating her respectfully and 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 and, and she's going to be you know treated like that every single time every single visit and that's really part of our mantra and, and part of the vision that I wanted to create. And, and I think what you're doing is wonderful. And we know statistically that women are responsible for influencing over 80% mm-hmm. of the car buying decisions. Absolutely. So um, that being said, can you just quickly tell us, if you can tell us real quickly, because we're running out of time, we have less than a minute. If you could tell us uh, what the process looks like, how does a dealer reach you and become certified? Absolutely. Um, go to womendrivers.com, women-drivers.com. There's a, a place to sign up just to get your dealership in our database, number one. Within 24 hours, we'll send you a welcome kit, which consists of your dealer review page, and then uh, really a one, two, three. There's, uh, we send you uh, review us cards that are personalized to, to your dealership. And to become certified, it's actually pretty simple. Uh, you can get reviews on, again, not just the traditional uh, service and purchasing, but also on shopping. Shopping is a pivotal experience for, for women. She may come in, she may test drive, and she may still be considering purchasing versus leasing. Shopping is a great time to get a review from a, from a woman. Um, a dealership needs 
reached a minimum of 10 reviews with a quantified score of four out of five. And then once the dealership gets the certified disc, that's when you become certified, by the way, David. Right. And then when they get the certified 10 reviews, a score of four out of 5.0. You heard it here, and I thank you for being with yeah. me. And I want to I want to invite you back uh, for a little longer segment. And uh, I'm excited to uh, I'm excited here at IPD to partner up with you, and uh, and turn you on to some of our clients as well. We're really a big believer in what you're doing. And dealers, if you're listening, you really need to catch on to uh, what Ann is talking about. Um, those that are are moving um, as many as an additional 20, 25 vehicles a month um, because they're certified through WomenDrivers.com. And thank you so much for being with us. I hope you have a great Friday, Thursday and Friday, and a great weekend. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank right, you, Ann. You Thank you, Ann. That was Ann Fleming, and uh, we're going to be right back in just a moment. We're going to be bringing on um, Meredith and Jen Reed with Equifax. And uh, I want you to take a look here just for a second because, David, we have one of the top four, um, actually one of the top, top car one, sales. One percent or top one, the one percent, one percent uh, of all Ford salespeople, Jared Drake, Sit down with Dave Cribbs. Watch Drive By. Check us out. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome to Drive By. You know, dealers and salespeople, pay attention to this because we're not we're not going today to a big metropolis area. We're going out to Bartow Ford in uh, Bartow, Florida. But guess what? We have with us one of the salespeople who's in the top 1% in the nation with Ford. We're going to be talking to Jared Drake at Bartow Ford. And Bartow Ford has been in business for 65 years. They've won the President's Award 16 times. So, uh, so we definitely want to pay attention to this. Jared, are you with us? Man, I'm with you, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Man, I'm doing fantastic. The weather is amazing here in Florida, and uh, I'm just so proud to sell an amazing product at a great dealership of Bartow Ford, man. I tell you what, these Ford vehicles are amazing. Tell us, Jared, I know you're doing some things with uh, with radio, I believe. I, I think you may have even talked about broadcasting from the dealership. What does that look like? Uh, it's awesome, man. We actually have a, uh, a radio room here, and uh, Bartow Ford has been broadcasting uh, live three times a day uh, within the last 30 years. It's something they set up a long time ago. I've been doing it for about five years, but the cool thing about this and what's unique is each and every morning, lunchtime, and afternoon, uh, we have a live spot so we can be current with what's going on, what's happening, what's immediately going to help our customers. So it's a really unique uh, position, and uh, man, people come in and say, hey, we love your ads. We heard about you on the radio. We came in, and uh, it's just a lot of fun. And we do, like I said, we have a radio room, and we broadcast live each and every day here from Bartow Ford with the local radio station. Oh, and you kind of head that up, right? You want to play the? Um, I'm one of the one of the three people that do that. That's right. We uh, we have a good time. Uh, we have different events going on, and I also go down to the radio station and record some commercials with them as well. So it's it's a lot of fun. You know, I really enjoy selling cars, but it's all about uh, you know reaching the customer, and and uh, it's just a lot of fun. So now, do you get to plug yourself when you're doing that? As far as uh, what do you mean exactly? When you're broadcasting, do you is it is it more about Barto Ford uh, in general, or do you get to plug Jared Drake at the same time? Well, I tell you what, it's it's really about Barto Ford. You know, represent the company, uh, but we have a great time talking about our store and what's happening and the good things we're doing in the community. And of course, you know, people do hear me on the radio, so when they come in, it, it creates a um, an instant credibility when they do come into the store and they have heard us and, and know about us. So it's a it's a positive thing. Right, you're you're building rapport 
with a customer before the customer even arrives at the dealership. Is that what I hear? That's right. We definitely want to build rapport and let people know. It's, you know, in this area, most people have definitely heard about Bart's and Ford. I mean, we've been around 65 years, and, and we, we definitely, the customer is before they come into the dealership, lots of good things. And most of the time, I tell you this, too, 70% of our, our business is repeat and referral. So, obviously, we're doing some right things. Wow, wow. Um, you know, you have to be in order to compete with uh, with the Tampa market because you're not you're not far actually, kind of in between the Tampa and Orlando market. And uh, do you do you have a lot of folks that uh, migrate over to you or want to shop compare in Tampa, or what does that look like? I mean, I got to tell you, David, that's a great question. Um, just over the weekend, I actually had two clients come in. One was a repeat client, all the way from the Keys, Key West, actually, wow. to purchase the vehicle. And then I had a second one that was a referral from the Key Largo area, and that's over six hours away to drive to the dealership to do business with us. I mean, I think that's a lot. We have customers from the Keys, you know, Tallahassee, Tampa, all over, and uh, you know, once they get here and experience the difference over here, I mean, they, we have customers for life. We really do. How important do you feel it is for a salesperson in a dealership to make a decision that this is a career? I think it's 100% important because if you're not all the way in knowing that this is what you're going to do, I mean, you can't give the customer the 100% experience, you know. And i and I got to tell you this, too, talking from the sales point of view, the difference between a good salesman and a great salesman is how you market yourself. If people don't know about you and, and don't know who to ask for and who to seek, you can't get the, you know, you can't get that following that you need. And then once you get that following, you want to have raving fans. You want to have people that you know, absolutely love you and want to come do business with you, but it definitely is your own business. I mean, looking outside, there's probably over $25 million of inventory just a few steps out. I personally don't have the investment in that in that product, but I can invest in my customers and give them all the benefits that this store has. So really, it's kind of the best of, the best of everything. Here they have the investment, but yet, again, it's like my business. Exactly. Isn't that a beautiful thing that you have all that at your disposal and it is basically like your own business and you got $25 million really sitting outside? It really is, and plus we have the support staff, we have the service department, the body shop, the cafe. I mean, there's so many services here. And one last thing I do want to mention, I think it's important for the salesperson where, where the real benefit and the value to their customers are once they you know, sell a vehicle, it's how they can navigate through the dealership to help the customer, you know, fulfill his wants and needs or her wants and needs through the dealership, how to navigate through the service department, how to take care of the customer, and when someone has a problem, how to effectively handle it. Absolutely. Well, Jared, I just want to say thank you. I really admire what you're doing there, and um, we want to have you back as a special guest as soon as we can. Um, tell us how to reach you if, uh, if anyone's listening that wants to get a hold of Jared Drake. You got it. Um, you can always call Bar to the Ford. I'm always here to uh, answer any questions. I'm also on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at FL Ford Salesman, so feel free to connect there. And uh, good luck out there. It's a great business. Things are going good. It's a good time to be in the car business. Thank you, Jared. I'm so ha happy and thrilled for you and your enthusiasm, and I know that you're going you're gonna to continue to excel. Thanks for being on Drive-By, brother. Thanks so much. I appreciate it, David. All right. I'm going to float like a butterfly and sing like a bee. Coming in on London. A fuselage of punches by Muhammad Ali. London goes down. Most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I am killing me.
So I don't know who this man is. I never heard anything about him. I never heard of his success stories. Nothing. He's a mystery to me. Information is power, and it applies here as in other endeavors. Alan, I'm going to knock you out. Uh, May 8th is on. I'm out. We're back. This is Dave Villa, Dave Cribs. This is an auto dealer live, and we have on the phone. I am so excited to. I'm so excited to have these two ladies on the phone with us. Really, Jen Reed is the senior director of product marketing at Equifax, and then Meredith Grafanti, a diehard Gators fan, is a senior director of public relations at Equifax. So, ladies, thank you so much for being with us. How are you today? Well, I'm sorry. I just want to make the correction to everyone listening that there are no Gators fans on the line, dogs only around here. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, 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 I'm on the line, but but you're okay. So so yeah, she is a bull. They're a bulldogs fan, unfortunately. So we uh, we won't have any questions on that. But um, I'm excited to have you guys on the phone, and we've had a lot of feedback uh, with with putting out the, putting out information. And I I know somebody you know would ask us. We had a couple of questions. That what, what Equifax is so big, you know, it's so it's so diverse, and there's so many sides to the company Equifax and you know, what are they going to talk about? And, and I kind of want to just let you guys dive into this and, and talk about, you know, what regarding Equifax Auto, what you guys do. Let's clear up any misconception, what, what the dealers need to know about you ladies and what you guys bring to the table, what you're doing that affects them directly. Sure. Well, that's a great question. So I think that um, it's important to bring that level of clarity because I think oftentimes when folks hear Equifax, they think, credit, Mm -hmm. which is one of the very strong components of our business that we bring. Um, But certainly we have a lot more um, things and differentiation that we're bringing to the dealer space. Um, And then quite frankly, the dealers are a huge focus for us right now. Um, So things like just making their lives easier with helping them clear stipulations. Um, we are um, we have the unique um, data asset of our employment and income verification, um, which has over 54 million records. Um, so one of the areas of focus is helping to eliminate lender stipulations and help dealers get vehicles down the road. Um, another um, uniqueness um, that we're bringing um, is more that total view of the customer. So really taking all of our unique data sets as well as our credit and giving a complete picture of the customer. So when a dealer is dealing with both a consumer and a lender, they're able to have a very confident, intelligent discussion. Um, You know, I think back to my old days at the dealership of having to rehash with the lender where you have just what's on the credit report or a small piece of the picture. So our big focus is to help empower dealers with the right information um, to be able to be more efficient, more successful, um, and ultimately sell more cars. Um, so we've got a lot going on right now, um, and I think if we summed it all up, we're really looking for those everyday pain points that dealers face and just, quite frankly, solve them, make their lives easier, and help them sell more cars. Absolutely, and, and you said – I love that term, pain points, and it really is. It, but I, that's real fascinating. What you just said to me – this is this is Dave Villa. What you said to me, Jen, just now, I think, and to the listeners, is it has attention because, I mean, what you just basically said, if I heard it correctly, the customer – and the lender. So basically, you're going to help with like a proclivity model. I'm imagining basically, basically help bring into clarity this customer that this dealer is trying to get bought, trying to send them down the road. So, are you telling me that you have a way with, that our listeners can actually find out more information sooner, 
possibly have maybe an unfair advantage or have a fixed fight in some way? Well, absolutely. So part of what we're bringing to the market in the next month um, is what we call our Total View Solutions. Um, it'll be delivered um, via our direct portal, um, which will bring a clear picture of the credit. It'll also give um, the multi-scores that the different lenders use. Um, I don't know if you've ever had it brought up by your listeners, but you know I remember back to my days, especially when you spot a car, you think you have a customer that has one credit score, and then when you get on the phone or you get your call back from the lender, you discover they have another score. Um, so it's very kind of unknown to the outside world, but certainly felt every day by the dealers that lenders use different scores. So we're going to bring that level of transparency to the dealer. Um, we've got things like our fraud, our compliance, and our verification, so that all in one spot, the dealers have access to that information. Um, we also upfront from a marketing perspective have asset and wealth data that we can use um, to help bring a picture to the customer before you get that credit report. Um, it's aggregated to the ZIP plus four level. So you're absolutely correct. We're bringing that full picture to the dealer. Well, not, not, um, only, do so I have that, not only do we have listeners say that, I mean, you know, I mentioned to Meredith when I, uh, her and I spoke a couple weeks ago that, you know, our, our, our business, we rarely talk about what we do. We work with a lot of dealerships and our primary arena is in secondary finance, our product here at IPD. And um, not only do our listeners, but our clients, I mean, this is something that, you know, an auto enhanced score or, you know, a customer looks one way and possibly, you know, looks a different way when they actually, um, you know, when they actually get there and are able to really, you know, dig, dig into it. And, you know, hey, let me ask you, I'm kind of taking you off a little bit because I want to ask the question, going back to your pain points, you know, what are some of these pain points that you're solving for dealerships? And, and sure. Kind of with that question, you know, um, can you touch on that? And hopefully the answers do touch on that dynamic. Why is there such a difference? Because it plagues every dealer. I mean, it's it's a. I'm I'm assuming that that finance directors everywhere are like you know are are, are going to be ecstatic about this. Yep, absolutely. So the first pain point is like we just mentioned um, the different versions and the different scores that are out there um, that a customer can have. Um, so the first pain point is obviously giving finance directors and sales managers, quite frankly, on the desk, mm -hmm. all the scores that the lenders use. So they don't have surprises after the fact when they deliver the vehicle. Mm -hmm. And it also helps from a consumer perspective because they're not forced to come back and recontract um, when they or get reassigned to a different lender when they find out that um, maybe they didn't get the terms they're thinking because of this kind of surprise. Um, the other piece, the other pain point is, quite frankly, just lender stipulations, um, things like verification of employment, income, address. Um, we have that capability to just instantly take care of that for dealers. So that, you know, and I think back to my, my Saturdays that's in the box, and you're trying to deliver seven to ten deals, she's and you're just trying to get those cards on the road. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's, <laughs> throwing out that, she's throwing she out that card in the box. Uh -oh. yeah. Now we know it's been verified. Hey, if you didn't have these boys' attention now, you sure you certainly have the, yeah. the their attention now. You just you got mine. You got my attention. I'm listening. Go. I'm, I'm sorry. Keep going. I had to interrupt it, you. You said the box. I've done that, and I think of you know I look at pain points, and I say I, I I joke inside the building that I get very emotionally attached to them because you you know you live them, you've been there. Um, so you know we, we're really from a stipulation standpoint making that seamless and easy. Um, also, you know, I think the buzzword for this year has really been that transparency, whether it be with the customer, the lender. So I think one of the big pain points that we're also solving for is we're a trusted third party that can bring this information to um, dealers. They can share with their lenders. Lenders can come directly to us. So it brings a level of transparency to the process um, that, 
you know, there's, you know, obviously in the past the reputation may not have had the best uh, reputation from a dealer perspective. Well, now we can really bring that level of credibility by having this information, having it out there. Um, and again, you know, being able to get on that phone with the lender and instead of just saying, I need you to do this, I need you to do this, you can say, hey, this customer has been at their job for three years. They've had steady income. They're, they're paid on a weekly basis. Wow. And it's just a different discussion because you've got that full picture. And you can say, hey, by the way, you don't believe me, go check it out. So it's a very powerful message, and you can bring that level of credibility to your lenders. And I got to tell you, you know, I've been on the lender side too. When you hear that story, when I hear the you just got to do this, it's a different message when I hear here's all the reasons to buy the deal. And that's what we want to empower dealers with. Now, is this information, this new information that the dealers have access to through Equifax, is this something that's, that's coming up uh, as soon as they pull a bureau, or is this something they have to – uh, investigate further to uh, to gain access to? So um, through our direct channel, um, if by pulling and um, getting the report directly from us, you'll have a total view of um, the credit file. We've got the, we've also created a summary box up at the top. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I remember to my days that people used to say, hey, I just look at the score. Well, we just made it easier and we put the score up at the top and we put it color coding so you can easily see if there's something you need to go looking for. We put the multiple scores. But what we did is we put tabs across the top. So it's one simple click and they have the information. So we've got four tabs with all the information. You go click, 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 and it's right there. Um, and the verification, you can certainly just go pull when you need it. You can pull it every time. Um, so it, it, it's a very easy, um, intuitive process. Um, we wanted to keep it simple because, honestly, people don't have time to go searching for information. So it's all right there for them. Well, and I, and I want to throw something out there, too. I mean, in the industry, in the market today, uh, guys, I mean, obviously, you're doing this. This is phenomenal. This is, I mean, really, honestly, I think this is going to be one of the hottest products, um, that, one of the hottest products that I've seen. Um, so I'm very excited about it. But based on that, industry, industry trend-wise, there's got to be a reason, Jen. First of all, how did Equifax snag? I mean, when you think of Equifax, you're thinking of credit score. And, you know, you think, like you said, you're thinking of, you know, stuffy maybe, you know, credit, whatever. Credit I don't police. know. I don't know. Credit. Yeah, credit. Police. But how did you got a car girl sitting there talking this lingo? They must have, <laughs> they must have like, handpicked you right out of a dealership or something. I don't know. But um, out there looking at what's going on trending in the industry, what what – do you think is the is the reason I guess the number one what's trending out there industry wise that said hey we've got to do this because what's going on in the market what's going on with with customers so we certainly there's a lot of different trends um, one being you know customers especially with the evolution of the internet are getting more and more savvy mm -hmm. there's a lot more transparency in the transaction and really the dealer experience starts before they walk through the front door which means that you've kind of taken out those first couple steps in the process in many cases. Mm -hmm. So you've got to understand who that customer is walking through the door or you're communicating with on an email, a phone. Um, so I think there's a trend right now that the showroom experience has changed. I don't think the process has changed, but just there's a lot more going on online. So, you know, the, the dealers have to be um, much more in tune, much quicker. And, I mean, the customers right now are demanding a proper, well-thought, um, easy experience when they get to the dealership. Mm -hmm. They don't want to deal with hassles. You've got OEMs really focusing on CSI, building up the customer base. Um, so just the overall sales process 
we're also seeing the trend that you know lenders came back in. We saw the retrenching after the the, the you know the recession. Mm -hmm. So you see lenders coming back in. You see more lenders buying into that subprime business. So there's more credit available. You know, have folks and consumers more confident. Um, obviously, we've seen employment rates come back down. Mm -hmm. um, so we're just all around. There's a lot of momentum behind this. Meredith, um, Meredith so, is. Hey, I David, I just want to add something. You really hit the nail on the head when you said we have a car girl sitting right here. I think that's one of the things that really, truly separates our auto team completely apart from that of our competitors. I mean, we have Jen, who clearly has been there, done that, rolled up her sleeves, been in the dealerships. We have someone, you know, from the lender side who's an expert, too. We just have a full team of very well-rounded people who know the business like none other. So when they're solving for these pain points, they have truly, you know, lived, lived these pain points. So that's one of the things that truly sets us apart from our competitors. Well, and not, not, yeah. to, mention, not to mention, you, I mean, I let, you know, I was going to kind of go Meredith's direction. Your public relations skills, I mean, they've got somebody that's obviously you can have that talent and you can have the ability, I'm sure, if, if, if anything like Jen, your lender and the other individuals are great as well. But you're, you're the one that's shouting it from the rooftop. So, I mean, on the public relations <laughs> side, they, uh, they got a superstar, uh, superstar in you. So is Jen always this way, though? Is she, you know, so you're, I mean, you've you got to be learning something from the partner. She, she truly teaches me more about the auto business than I thought I would ever know. She but, probably doesn't want to know most of it. I mean, but my job is to to help, um, I guess, communicate just what she was saying. We're so much more than a credit bureau. I know that's the story we're trying to tell right now. Just like you said, everyone thinks Equifax and they think credit, but um, we're really just such an insights-driven company that, you know, we – live in this space and i mean we're here to stay so Absolutely. thanks for having us on no. we're excited to be here well we got I... yeah sure I'm, I'm gonna let i'm gonna let you loose here we've got about four minutes so i'm gonna let you guys loose and jen i was gonna um say what you were gonna say jen and then kind of go into also how because dealers are chomping at the bits right now listening i promise you and the ones that get a hold of the show and archive it i mean this is real this is a real deal this is yeah this is to me this is uh, dave was saying before the show cribs was saying that this was probably going to be the most informative se uh, segment, not to take anything away from our other guests, but with what you guys really are bringing to the table. So, Jen, you know, say what you're going to say and then kind of finish, too, um, in the next couple of minutes on how dealers can get this, what do they need to do, um, how long do they have to wait, that kind of thing. Sure. So what I was going to say was part of the reason Equifax went to the market to hire experts is they wanted to understand those pain points like Meredith said. So what I encourage the listeners is we've made ourselves very accessible, whether it be through, you know, I certainly am on Twitter, whether through email, um, you know, engage with us. I want to hear about those pain points because there's a pretty good chance that we have something that can solve for it. So I want the folks to know that, you know, we may seem like big Equifax, but there's an auto team that's very close to the market and wants to stay that way. So I just wanted to put that out there for the listeners that, you know, I'm all for hearing about the pain points um, and looking forward to solving them. So, you know, and to answer your second point, um, you know, it's rolling out here in the next couple of weeks. Um, again, get in touch with us, um, and what may, perhaps we can do is get, send you some follow-up contact information um, that we could get posted. But we're going to have this out in the next couple of weeks, so it's not that they have to wait a long time. They can call us today and start going through the process of getting this onboarded. Um, you're going to have an easy-to-read, um, simple view of the report, the multi-scores, the fraud compliance, um, and then also the verification. So, um, you know, let's go. We're ready. We're ready. You so, see this, um, you see this helping? 
do you see this help? I mean, that's almost a dumb question, but I mean, do you see this, your experience in the car, uh, car business, do you see this helping the subprime side or the credit recovery side of dealerships as well? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I just think back to those days, you know, I used to have my little check sheet of all the deals, all the things I needed, my proof of income, my proof of residence, you know, my phone bills. And I just, now it's just that simple as a click. Um, you can do it up front. Um, and you can use this in a lot of different ways, whether it's talking with your lender, hey, you've got a late night deal you're trying to close and somebody doesn't have their pay stub, using it up front as before you bring customers in to help make sure that they land on the right vehicle. So there's just a ton of applications, especially for that subprime space. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot here this, and ask you this, and we can talk about it off the air. But um, I, I um, already want to talk to you if, you're, if you would be open as uh, somebody who could possibly um, offer our clients this type of program is, is part of what we do. Um, yep. so, yeah, I'd love to talk to you about that. I was starting to talk to Meredith about it, but she did say you were, you were involved. But I think this is outstanding and wonderful. And, um, Thank you. And uh, I'm excited. So you heard her. Yeah. She said yes. You know, Dave. <laughs> I did. Hey, I, I, I'm, I'm game, so let's go. Um, and certainly it's something that um, I'm looking for early adopters in general with our solutions. So if you have some listeners or yourself are interested in um, engaging with us, I want real world. So, you know, bring, let's, let's get it done. Hey, absolutely. Can you guys, can you, if, I, can you guys see the screen at all or no? Yeah, we got can. Hey, um, can you see this, Meredith? Oh, wait, no, we can't, we can't well, see you. We can only see your little icon. Oh, you can't but if it's anything well, having to do with the gator, I wanted to thank you. I, wanted to thank I you rescind that. all of the things that Jen just said. So. <laughs> well, I wanted to thank you for the so little perceptive. mini gator helmet that you sent. I'm holding the gator helmet up. It was a gift. My goodness. Do you, you, you so need much. to go put your jean shorts on? <laughs> <laughs> Meredith, we knew, that, we knew that Dave was going to bring out the gator's gear. And much just, just as, just as a way of showing how treasonous Martin and I are, Martin and I have a little special something just for you, Martin. I figured we would throw your fight song on. Okay, you guys are both fired. <laughs> yeah, right. We just put our jobs on the line. Hey, I look forward to seeing y'all in Jacksonville this year. It should Absolutely. be a good game. It should be. Hey, ladies, I really do appreciate you coming on. It was been, it's been outstanding. I, I, um, I would love to have you guys back. And, and uh, Jen, I definitely will reach out to you. Um, because I think there's a lot of synergies, and we have a lot of clients that would jump all over this. So mm-hmm. it's um, it's our wheelhouse for sure. I, I look forward to it, and we'll get you guys some contact information that we can send out to everybody if they want to get in touch with me. Absolutely. Can you please turn that song off Thank now? You. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry about that. It's Meredith's new theme song at the office. She doesn't know that yet. <laughs> uh, guys, I appreciate you being on. We thank you so much. Yes, thank you, and go Gators. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Have a great day. And uh, now we are, ha- I don't know if the show's still on in a couple hours from now, it's because we have no more producers and the show will just continue to air because Martin and Mike are fired. Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, that was awesome, man. That's you awesome. Know, that, I, I literally could talk about that. Yeah, that was really cool because it's rare that we get, uh, get the glimpse inside that world. You know, um, if you're a finance director at your dealership, I know you were all ears just now. So uh, I would encourage you to reach out to Jen and Meredith and, uh, pick their brains because you guys will you guys will prosper yeah absolutely absolutely and you know what the show's only going to get better we have um Mm -hmm. on the phone with us right now um somebody who i i tell you what he has some wonderful content this guy's a really he's one of the good guys and um i'm excited and honored to have uh joe Comenti, president of frontline training team uh on the show with us joe thank you for being with us today 
Thank you, David. Thanks for having me on. I'm really excited about being part of it. It's been a great show so far. Well, well, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. We, uh, I, you know, I, sometimes we we don't know how uh, how how things are going to go when we're talking um, because you know we we do a lot of research, but then you know they go different ways. But that last segment was just one that really um, I think dealers are going to going to forget the product aspect of it. We don't have people come on and pitch and things like that. And I don't think those girls did it whatsoever, but just the the fact that they're able to help a dealer sell a car by uh, really showing um, the information anyway. But Joe, I, I want to thank you for being on. And you, you've written recently, man, an awesome blog. Uh, I know you post on um, several sites, dealer elite, and you have your own blog uh, site and you, you post on um, our blog, the dealer hub. And um, I was reading it and um, tend to your garden of success or it will tend to you. And I know uh, Dave, Dave Cribbs read it the other day, and um, Dave, it's an awesome mm-hmm. article, man. Yeah, it was a great article. Thank you. Know. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Appreciate that. Absolutely. You're welcome. Well, you know, it's really about the core processes and people. You know, we talk about the the entity of a of a dealership, and you know, what is at the core? It's it's people, and I think sometimes you have to attract the right people, and when you don't attract the right people. You have to know how how soon and how early to get those people out of that situation mm-hmm. because it really does affect the rest of the crowd. Yeah, you know, uh, the thing that kind of stood out to me uh, with your article, Joe, was, or your blog, was the fact that you talk about uh, tending your own garden or it'll tend to you. You talk about those weeds creeping up. You talk about um, a lot of different things that kind of affect a person's psyche and the sales process. And uh, one of the things that, that, uh, that I took from it was the fact that, um, you know, you look at everything around you in that garden and, th- and those are your excuses. You know, those weeds are your excuses. Um, and we forget to look at the gardener and that's ourselves. And, uh, you know, and I think that really comes down to if we do that, then we're held accountable to ourselves. Is that right, Joe? Yeah, that's right on the spot. I think when you start looking at all the little uh, failures or the little miscues, if you will, in a dealership or day-to-day operations, you really want to start looking at uh, yourself. You start looking at the core areas of what you know where the where the opportunities lie. Are they lie in training? Or do they lie with an individual? Do they lie with you know within the team itself? And I think when you get a good team of people. Um, that truly starts with the leadership, the, the dealer principal, the general manager himself. Yeah, absolutely. Well, one of the things I like about it, I mean, because I'm I'm a big fan of of of, of blog, uh, blogging, and and you, you know, Joe, I really I like it. You write well, and and it, and it really it's one of these things, in my opinion, that when you sit down and you and you read it, it, it gets in it gets in you. And so, you know, when you when you talk about how these weeds. Or you know this mediocre this mediocrity you know this this mediocrity is uh, it, it 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 doesn't just it doesn't just happen all at once you know it's more of a subtle deal it it's so slight you say that it's such as an insignificant sprout that blends in with the surroundings so it's not so I, I envisioned that when I was reading it that it's not something that it that that just comes in and overtakes you but it's subtle. You know, I think as as managers, Dave, I think even as sales managers, general managers, whatever the position may be, we spend so much time working in our business, we don't spend enough time working on our business. Mm. And those are the critical aspects of of running a day-to-day operations. You know, not only do I train on this side, but, you know, I'm a general manager of a fairly successful uh, Kia dealership in Northern California and a previous successful uh, Honda store here as well. The key elements, and I've listened to so many of these experts 
uh, talk about what it takes. And it usually comes down to people, processes, and, and uh, you know, profits, right? Because that profit word is not a dirty word. It's mm-hmm. one of those things that's right up there with oxygen, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. We're in America, after all. <laughs> well, and, the, you know, everyone wants to find that quick fix or that fast solution. Mm-hmm. And for me, and I think one of the things we always talk about as a, as a team is the only path, the real path to success is like it's a continuum of mundane, uh, not exciting, unsexy, just a, a discipline of compounded effects every day that really add up down the road. It's not one single uh, silver bullet, if you will. I agree. Yeah, I get it. Let, let me ask you this, Joe. When when you look at, well, I guess you look at your own dealership as well, but when you look at others, and, and what's the first thing that you evaluate when you walk into a dealership? I want to talk to the people. And, and I think when you find at a store that may be struggling, it, it comes down to is there a disconnect between what the dealer wants or has an aspiration for uh, and with, with other team on the same page, is everybody believing in the same direction? Are they all are they all in, or is just part of the team in and part of the team is out? Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, that's really good. I, you know, Joe. I mean, I want to ask you a question, kind of jumping off the um, the beaten path a little bit. One of the questions we ask the ladies, you know, you have your finger on the pulse of the industry. We have some great trainers and people come through the show, and and um, you know, a lot of times dealers. And we get such positive feedback, and I want to I reiterate this. We get such positive feedback on the fact that we have different guests as well, not, not just the, those you see on the circuits. And, um, but, you know, what, you have your finger out there, man, on the pulse of what's going on in the industry. What do you see? And, uh, you know, going into the, the, you know, the second quarter here, you know, coming into the, mid, mid, into the summer months, what, what's, what's pressing in the industry? What, what's uh, – What's important in the I, industry? Well, I think there, there's a disconnect, right? There's a disconnect between the customer and the dealership. So there's a disconnect between how we actually drive traffic and then what we do with that traffic. And I also think there's a disconnect between our traditional sales process and what customers envision and how they want it. And I think if you find that happy balance, you know, I was watching a a Jim Ziegler video, and he just talks about the process. Nothing changes in terms of the sequence. Everything stays the same, but there's consistency. And that's what a lot of dealerships may be just lacking. Maybe they don't have that foundation of consistent behavior. And that's truly where I think there's an opportunity that exists. That's outstanding, Joe. You're um, right on. We're, you, you are right on, man. And I and I and I appreciate you coming on. Continue sending your blogs uh, in. I know you're there everywhere. Continue putting them on the hub as well, man. We want to share them with our uh, with our dealers. I mean, there's over 700 dealers on uh, the dealer hub, and, and primarily dealers. And we want to share those. And we want you to come back and spend some more time with us. Will you do that? I certainly will. And I'm really grateful you took the time to to put me on. And, and your show is such an awesome show with such great contributors so it's great to be a part of that thank you very much David. thank you and two two other two other really quick questions one of them how does the dealer reach out to you well you can follow me on twitter at calgm43 okay. um or you can you can reach me and my phone number is listed on there as well it's, um 
916-312-0012. The easy number to remember. Right. So I'm available, and uh, you know I think our team is is uh, ready to go. So thank you very much for spending your well, time with us. One one last question, Sean Sean sure. Sean V. Bat- Bradley and Alan Ram next week. Who's going to win? <laughs> I think Sean's going to win. Oh. Uh, I think he's got. I, I do. I think they're both very. Uh, very intense and impressive speakers, and I think that the debate, nonetheless, will just be phenomenal. So you I heard it here. Wait. Joe Clement, Joe, thank you for being yeah, with Joe, us. Yeah, Joe, thanks. I appreciate, appreciate that. Thank so. you. Joe Clemente, you heard it. Uh, Joe said Sean V. Bradley is going to win the debate next week with Alan Rand. We just tweeted that out. Sean, you're listening. Alan, you're listening. That's just another person weighing in. Weigh in on Twitter. Hashtag Auto Dealer Live. Hashtag Thrilla. With, with Villa? villa. <laughs> no, Thrilla with Villa. Thrilla, Thrilla with, with villa. villa. And in at Auto Dealer Live, tell us who you think is going to win next week. This is an outstanding show. We want to hear your feedback. Make sure you get yeah. a hold of these ladies at Equifax, uh, Ann Fleming at WomenDrivers.com, Joe Cominti at Frontline Training. Do not forget to listen next week. We have a, we have a couple of minutes here. And, uh, man, I, what do you think, man? Taking away from the show, what do you, what do you think? Well, you know, like every show, I want more time with our guests. That's, that's really the bottom line. You know, um, I think that uh, probably, as I predicted, the uh, sort of the one that uh, was maybe the freshest for me personally was the Equifax interview only because I'm hearing things I don't normally hear mm-hmm. and uh, that uh, that's just really crucial uh, at the dealership. Um, you know, so that that's. That was kind of my take from the show, but, uh, you know, what can I say? It's, it's hard to pinpoint, man. Every guest that we have is bringing it, and that's why I just I cherish every minute of our hour together. Me too. Me too, Cribs. You're doing a great job, man. I thank you for being a co-host, man. Oh, man. You're doing a great are. job. Come on. Seriously, I'm going to rehire you guys back. Good job. Yeah, Good well, job. Production, you're, <laughs> you're hired. You're hired back. Oh, so we can close the show. So we can close the show. We can close the show. Steamy in about five minutes. Only because we need you. <laughs> We're only back for two minutes, right? Just to close out the show, and then we have to yeah, go back. Mute to his mic. Mute. Hey, listen. Um, we have a couple more minutes here, yeah. but I want to. I want to just emphasize again. Listen, I want you to tweet us. I want. I want any dealer listening, any automotive professional listening, anyone listening. I don't care. My kids, if you're listening, <laughs> Is anybody listening? Anybody listening? <laughs> anybody listening? I want you to tweet. I want you to t- somebody tell us. You heard Joe Comenti. We've had a few people that have been willing to step out, Martin, on the ledge and say, who's going to win? Who's going to win this debate? Yeah. These are two outstanding guys. I'll be very honest with you. I'm content wearing the referee shirt. But, you know, <laughs> um, but here, here's the deal. These two guys are going to go at it, and I want somebody to tell us who is going to win this debate. Yeah. Thank you, Joe, for being honest. What were you going to say? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, I think so far what we've heard on the show Sean sort of has the edge as far as the popular vote at the moment. Well, it was but I got Sean's it. mom. Yeah, yeah, Sean's mom, in, Sean's in, sister, Sean's yeah, brother. Wife. Uh, but uh, but I, I'm just going to say this. I, I really think at the end of the day, Make sure you tweet that, Mike. I, I think it's going to be a tough call because I think it's just going to be huge on both sides. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I, and I also believe. I'm calling the game. I believe you know, I'm that, calling I, the game, I, I'm so I can't neutral. wait. I'm going to say it's neutral. It's like college game day. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. calling the game. I, I'm I'm. Curb, curb, whatever. Curb, yeah. Curb, otherwise, we'll get I fined and all that yeah. stuff by the NBA or somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But you know what? Guess what, Dave? What's that? It's officially on. It's officially on. It's on like Donkey Kong. It's on next week. The Thriller with Villa at hashtag Auto Dealer Live. Tweet it out. Be here or be square. Be somewhere else. <laughs> this is Dave Villa and Dave Cribs. We're out, man. Until next yeah. week. Thank you for being with Thanks. us. Thank you.